0: Welcome to another episode of the Alicast. Of course, it is I, your host, Phantom Alacard, bringing you the latest in video game, movie, music, sometimes TV, anime news. Uh, hopefully, everybody's having a great day this week. A uh, couple of things have happened. I'm going to keep them shorter because like, I know the last couple of times I, I really haven't been keeping things as short as I would have liked to keep these subjects but uh we're definitely going to keep it short sweet to the point today um how have i been well i've been um i have been fairly busy uh in between time of course streaming um i've had a chance to actually sit down and watch some youtube videos myself and i've been watching this game called uh Mortuary Assistant, which I guess came out a few months ago, maybe last year. I don't know when it came out, but I can tell you right now, I'm fairly fascinated. Well, I'm very, very fascinated with the game and I might have to check it out at some point in time for myself. Um, I will say that uh, after watching it, uh, I don't know for me personally, if it would have replay value or or whatnot, uh, especially after you find all the endings, but it looked pretty fun. It got me. It it definitely uh it, it definitely made me grateful in my career choice. Well, to not be working in a morgue, especially if I have to do it overnight. And uh it was very, very, very interesting. Uh so just to get to the real business today, uh, we are going to be talking about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which released a trailer last week, which I'm actually pretty excited for Uh, everything. It seems like everything that I had said when Arceus came out. I hoped that they would keep that within the realm of what Arceus did. And they did just that. Um, So, of course, they released the trailer. um, for They they showed more of the gameplay aspect. So, uh, it's an open world. So this is a first time ever for a Pokemon title to be an open world game. And uh, the, the, the thing about it is, is I, I think that Sword and Shield should have made it more of an open world game because in Sword and Shield, it just felt like you had the two spaces, you had the spaces where it was kind of open world that you could do your little Dynamax raids or your Gigamax, or your Dynamax raids, your Gigamax raids. And each each uh, area had a, like a subsection for like different types of Pokemon, um, and it was cool for what it was worth. But for like the main storyline, it felt way too linear. And I think that's where to me it felt it, it fell short. Whereas like this one looks, this one you could just do the gyms in any order that you want to do them in. And I think that's pretty that's pretty cool as well. Now, I have an article here pulled up that's just basically talking about uh, people's concerns about level scaling. Uh, this comes from comic book slash gaming where um, it says Pokemon Scarlet and Violet were featured heavily this week uh, uh, during this week's Pokemon Presents event. But not all the news was good news for those who were hoping for certain uh, certain features to be presented in the new games. Details shared during and after the event appeared to have confirmed a leak befo- uh, from before that suggested that gym players' visit in the uh, new Palladia region would not be... Uh, blah, blah, blah would not feature level scaling on omission, which some players feel goes against the open world nature of the next Pokemon games. Now, uh, if you don't understand what what that is, uh, basically, if it's basically if you're a certain level, that is what the level of the gym that you're going to be facing off against is, uh, which is if they don't have... Level scaling. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that presents something brand spanking new to how the gyms are going to work, how everything is going to work in this game. Actually, Um, they saw signs of uh, signs saying stronger Pokemon, and a lot of people think that it could very well be. uh, It could very well mean a lot of different things. It could be like difference in um, in whether or not you have a Pokemon evolved to fighting the evolution of that same Pokemon to, it could be like leagues above the Pokemon that you have leveled up to a certain extent, which I think is pretty cool because one thing that I get personally, and this is just my opinion, right? I think that if I am leveled to a certain degree, the games almost feel like a cakewalk if it wasn't for like types that played a part in that as well like that get it would be so much easier to walk through this game right uh i think that the element of surprise of what you could be facing off against when you play these pokemon games is a brand new element that they've needed to add it is so refreshing if that is the case uh i don't i personally see nothing wrong with it i if if you do i can honestly understand that uh it's a huge change it's a huge change from which from what we're used to as pokemon players so i i'm personally looking forward to it honestly uh so of, of course gyms can be um gyms can be done in any order which i love that I'm tired of the linear paths. Like give me a Pokemon game where I can go to whatever gym I want to first in whatever order I want to without feeling like the game is holding my hand and telling me which way to go. Uh, that's something that RC is RC is kind of does that. They kind of hold your hand a little bit uh, with the, uh, with the Pokedex with how you have to uh, research in your Pokedex and everything. But all in all, at the end of the day, uh, if you take anything from Arceus is that uh, you can do whatever you want whenever you want, and you don't necessarily have to do everything in that Pokédex. However, it's it's strongly recommended if you want to level up uh, or if you want to get stars and get a new rank. So I don't know if I'm interpreting this right, if I watch the trailer and I... and and I gathered this thought right, but it looks like you're actually starting off with the legendary Pokemon, which is Coridon and Miridon, uh, and you can ride the legendary Pokemon. Um, I've never seen anything like this. That's kind of my, I, I think that's kind of my only gripe about this, right? Like, I don't want my Pokemon to be transformers Transformers at the same time. And I think, like, and maybe that's just me being close-minded from, like, previous titles where it took you a while just to be able to find the legendaries, and then you had to battle the legendaries, and you had to capture the legendaries. But even in uh, Sword and Shield, Sword and Shield kind of changed that, too. Uh, because while you did have to battle the legendaries, it almost felt like your hand was being held in that one. Uh, versus, like, if I were playing, like, red and blue or any of the previous titles it felt more like i was actually doing battle with the the legendaries and i had something to lose this one it just seems like you go in you start off in a uh you start off in an academy of some sort where you have a homeroom a homeroom teacher of course you have a director and basically they send you out into the world to basically it looks for all intents and purposes, to do research on Pokemon, capture Pokemon, to uh, to discover Pokemon stuff like that, right? Um, but if they already hold the legendaries and you can ride the legendaries, you can fly on the legendaries, you can swim with, uh, on the legendaries, like like it just it, it doesn't feel like the legendaries are worthwhile if that is the case. Um, definitely something new. So, you know, I'm keeping an open mind towards towards it. Um, uh, and hopefully it's not it's not as bad as in my mind, is, uh, like my mind is making it out to be. Now, the one really, 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 really good thing about this game is I love this. I love this. I love this. I love this. And for my Nuzlocke runners, my Nuzlocke runners, I think your Nuzlocke's got a little bit easier. Your Nuzlocke runs got a little bit easier with co-op mode being able to actually do Pokemon co-op in an open world space where you can do gyms. Well, I don't know if you can actually do gyms co-op. I would imagine you could, right? It is co-op. So at the end of the day, I could see like you, you, like you, you and your friends are discussing like which gyms that you want to go to first. Uh, again, Nuzlocke runners, it'll be, it'll be so much easier for you to do because now you can actually move where your actual player where your where your friends are going without having to like um uh, what is it um you don't have to worry about like telling them in every every fucking direction that you're gonna go like they just already know like um now the one thing i could say about this is that the chat like you might need to chat and that could be problematic if like nintendo doesn't like get that in order uh but other than that uh you can finally 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 do a nuzlocke without having to worry about you all being in different areas or you can actually see where like you have you have a better idea of what's happening in co-op uh now something that's that i did not like in sword and shield is coming back in a different form this time uh, which is uh dynamaxing and gigamaxing it has been replaced with uh terrestrial uh terrestrial uh I think it's terrestrial phenomenon which actually changes how your pokemon look how they feel like basically so so in other words, you can if you have a pokemon of certain type and you do the terrestrial Phenomenon on it. It could change the type of the Pokemon. Sometimes the Pokemon will remain the same. It enhances the strengths of those particular Pokemon. Like it, it varies. I actually like this a lot better than Dynamaxing and Gigamaxing. For some reason, like giant po- giant size Pokemon and giant-sized Pokeballs, never really did it for me. So I'm really glad that they did something different with this and that it actually feels like it has a better effect this is actually i would put this in the same category almost as a mega the mega evolutions of like charizard or mewtwo and all that good jazz so with that being said they did keep the battle raids going which is good these are terrestrial phenomenon raids which you can do with your friends and co-op and all that good jazz. And you actually feel the effects of that. Uh, and I think that's actually, this makes more sense than with the dynamax and then gigamaxing. Um, I, 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 I personally cannot wait to, to, to feel what that's like to use that particular, uh, that particular, uh, mechanic in the game. Um, of course, you know, it's dropping, november 18th i if, if you have not figured out my theme yet like i have the whole purple thing going so i am picking up violet i will be enjoying violet i will have a review on that once that drops so i can't wait to play it if y'all have and i know and before we move on i i know i say i'm gonna put the twitter the twitter link in the description so that you all can follow. I always say that, and I never do it. So this is where I actually start to do it. Um, and from there, you, can all, you all can tell me how you feel about the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, uh, uh, and Violet trailer. Uh, you can tell me if there's any other games that you would recommend that I play that I can do, like, mini reviews on and everything like that, like maybe some first impressions or whatever. And I'll I'll definitely look into those with y'all. Um, so to the next subject, of course, of course, of course, this wouldn't be any, this, this, this just wouldn't be a day of gaming without, of course, talking about the ongoing feud between Microsoft quote unquote feud between Microsoft and Sony, which is a, which a brand new thing has just come up and Sony is scurred. For all intents and purposes, Sony is scurred, and they have every right to be. So, within the last week, uh, it's been going on all throughout Twitter. It's been all through YouTube and all the media that uh, Sony is afraid that if they have call of duty they are not going to be able to compete with microsoft uh to go into further details we will look at this we will look at this uh uh, article by game rant which is talking about the worries of sony and how call of duty being as a part of microsoft affects them so Microsoft is in the process of, of, of acquiring Activision Blizzard, but the mammoth business deal has to clear some considerable hurdles. Various regulate, uh, regulatory bodies around the world have to give the go-ahead before it will officially go through. Other companies in the video game industry have been asking to provide statements on the impact Microsoft uh, Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard will have with Sony using the opportunity to voice its concerns particularly when it comes to the call of duty franchise uh assuming now this is where things really get interesting because they're not wrong about any of the things that they said um however it's one of those like room reader like you got to learn how to read the room to prevent certain shit from happening so uh to continue Assuming everything goes through and Microsoft acquires Activision Blizzard as planned, it will suddenly have control, over, uh, control of the Call of Duty brand. Call of Duty is the, is easily one of the most popular video game franchises of all time, if not the most popular, with the annual Call of Duty game often topping the charts as the top-selling game each year. Microsoft has suggested that Call of Duty would remain multi-platform franchise even if it uh, even if it acquires Activision Blizzard but it seems Sony has still worried about it as revealed by its statement to the Brazilian government so basically Sony believes Call of Duty could impact customer uh, consumer choice when it comes to buying a new console so if Call of Duty is Xbox exclusive Fans of the franchise may choose an Xbox over a PS5. Console exclusives are the main way companies compete for consumer dollars, though Microsoft has moved away from that strategy in recent years to instead focus on selling subscriptions to Xbox Game Pass. Now, here's the problem with everything that they just said there. The problem with what Sony is has said is that they've done this just on a smaller scale in the past. So, for instance, when um, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare came out, what back in 2019, right when that game came out, they had an exclusive. They had exclusive rights. They paid a a couple. They paid a few million dollars for an exclusive exclusive rights to a certain mode of the game. Uh, I believe it was called... It was something Ops. I can't remember what it was called because, like, I personally didn't actually look into the Call of Duty on the PS4 side at the time to actually be able to see it because I owned both consoles. I still play both consoles, so I don't want anybody to think that I have a bias towards anything. If I do have some biases, then uh, I... Please feel free to call me out, but I don't think I will have any on the on this particular uh, matter. Uh, but Sony has done similar things to this in the past while maybe not keeping the entire game from all of the other players. They have paid money for exclusive rights to have exclusive content, timed exclusive content that other consoles could not get. And I honestly think that the folks at Sony may be regretting some of their past choices uh, when it comes to that. I think honestly that they are afraid that Microsoft will change their mind, which they've actually been. Microsoft has actually been pretty good faith when it comes to like uh, what they've said. Like anything that's when they acquired um, when they acquired um, Bethesda, they said that. Any con- any games that were contracted to other consoles, they would uphold those those contracts, and they did. I believe Ghostwire was one of those games. Um, the fact that they're worried about this, though, even though Microsoft has been working in good faith, it tells me a lot. It tells me that Sony really doesn't know how to read a room to save their lives, uh, which they've had plenty of time to do, especially being on the top of the console console. Of the uh, of the last console generation, uh, they've really just have been dropping the ball, and they've had a lot of their of the resources they needed to actually compete with Game Pass. They just passed up on it, um, and I think this is showing them that now the shoe is on the other foot. They flexed their dollars to get a few timed exclusive content, some of the uh, content in those games for for a certain period of time. And now the shoe is on the other foot and Microsoft has basically said, we're gonna put out billions of dollars to own the, the rights to these titles. And we can do whatever that we please with it. Now I could see, now the one thing I could see them saying that makes this valid is, is that Phil Spencer did go out and say, he saw no reason to put an Elder Scrolls on uh, on PlayStation, which, honestly, I don't see... Even if he did put it on PlayStation, I don't see how they lose, honestly. Like, they'll make dollars either way. So, I don't think that really matters. So, I think if that's the case, if they're looking at that, then, yes, they have a valid reason to worry about whether or not Call of Duty will be exclusive assuming that Microsoft will be in good faith I don't think Sony will have anything to truly truly worry about now as far as as far as swaying people over to the Xbox uh I don't know how true that holds uh I don't know if if them I think honestly Microsoft would honestly have to make call of duty exclusive to them to actually get people from sony to go out and buy an xbox or go on xbox game pass i think it would honestly take that extreme uh if they decided to make it exclusive but that's a 50 50 that's that's a chance that's a 50 50 chance that that'll actually happen and i think sony while they have reason to worry i think they're a little bit more paranoid um To say that there's no, and they have said this, that there is no way that they could compete with a Call of Duty, uh, like a Call of Duty of their own or a shooter that even matches the level of Call of Duty, I would argue that they could possibly go out and purchase EA. I mean, EA was looking to be chose for a while, right? Like, they were honestly looking for somebody to acquire them uh, when everybody else was getting acquired. Unfortunately, uh, EA is looking like the ugly duckling out of everybody right now besides Ubisoft. Um, And uh, that would be a perfect opportunity. Now, the only problem with that is is that if Microsoft actually acquires Activision Blizzard, they have now set the precedent price that these publishers are going to be looking for when it comes to... uh, When it comes to... Uh, being acquired so and, I, and and honestly not that sony's like broke or anything but it definitely would it would put a a, 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 a huge dent in their financial in, in their financial area right uh if they were to go out and go get ea but that would be a move for them and ea could honestly make them money they would more than make the money back uh, Activision Blizzard is not the only ones making money off of these transactions and uh, and loot boxes and shit. Like EA's been doing the same shit for years. It's just that you only really hear about it when it comes to Activision Blizzard because they have so they have their hands in so much. Like they have their hands in King, which is uh, the developers of uh, of uh, Candy Crush. Like they they have they have uh, of course they have. Um, what is it? Uh, uh, the Diablo, uh, Diablo on the on the phone. They have a new Diablo uh, title coming out. Uh, they have uh Overwatch. I mean, you name it. If they have any any kind of game that they have, they can that they can put microtransactions on. They got their hands in it and they could do it. But EA has been doing the same shit, uh, with the battle passes and the loot boxes and shit. Uh, I believe it's a thing for um for Madden games, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I could very well be wrong about that. It's been so long since I've played a Madden title. But um they're not the only ones. I mean, they have EA has like Apex Legends, which is fairly popular uh still to this day, which kind of surprises me, but uh they have their hands on that. Um uh, I believe I, I know Battlefield isn't really as popular, but they still have the Battlefield titles, which I believe they do the same thing on. That that Activision Blizzard does on Call of Duty. That would be a smart move for them. And not only that, but they've just acquired Bungie. So where well, they have Bungie, uh Bungie has been doing the microtransactions things too in uh in Destiny. So it's not like they would actually be hurting for that. Uh like they I think I think they'll be fine. Um But honestly they've had so much time to prepare it's just when sony gets on top they say "fuck it we're riding that wave until the wave crashes and the wave has crashed um and i believe also i know this this wasn't going to be a part of my topic uh i do believe this is happening on both sides uh but consoles are they're like they're looking to raise the console prices from what i understand and if they raise that, I mean, I don't know how much that's going to help them if people still can't find uh, PS5s. And let me say this. To those of you who are out there that say, well, I didn't have that problem. I have a PS5. Well, good for you. I, I will I will applaud you on that. But that you do not make up the entire population looking for a PlayStation 5. And i would say that same thing to xbox owners if you are saying you did not have a problem picking up xbox then good for you but you do not make up a whole fan base of xbox fans so get out of yourselves so with that being said uh sony learn how to read a room next time like seriously learn how to read a room because y'all are slow on the draw when it comes to that I don't understand why it is that when you are when you are so powerful and you have the 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 lead in the console sales that you can't put those resources into other other parts of what you are trying to build. You are just now putting out this uh, you are just now putting out this uh, PlayStation Plus deal, which is just getting started. Uh, and I believe, uh, you know, I believe PlayStation fans are, are really are, are enjoying it. From what I understand, uh, I haven't really been keeping up on it, but that was another one of their concerns is that that they're just putting that out and Xbox has already had their Microsoft has already had their hand in that in that space in that digital space cloud gaming all of that they've already had their foot in that and they are so worried that they they can't compete Well, you should have followed suit or you should have tried to innovate in a way that differed from microsoft and for all intents and purposes it looks like they have but i don't know it's one of those like i don't want to say it's too little too late because honestly if either console goes out it would make me sad because i just i love both of them i love gaming as a whole but this is not the time especially now to 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 do things so so late like this is not the this is not the day and age that we live in like things are moving faster than they've ever moved before like technology is ever evolving and it's time for i I'd say this for Nintendo too. It's time for Nintendo to get with the program too. like time to get out of those old age graphics. It's time to get you a a system of a, a chat system that actually works for everybody. It's time to upgrade everything. so I don't think this will make uh I don't think this will make PlayStation uh players sway towards Xbox. Just like I don't think anything that PlayStation does will make Xbox players sway towards them, I do believe that the fanboys on both sides, if they are truly dedicated, they will stay with you. And I've watched a lot of you fanboys out there white night for the PlayStation. After all the shit that they've had to walk back, I've watched you do it. So, Sony... You need to actually learn to read the room. Part of reading the room would be to you know, maybe surf YouTube, maybe see that some of your so, see some how some of your fan base talks about you, get a better idea of what they're looking at or what they're looking for. Maybe, you know, you wouldn't have all of these worries. So, yeah. Um learn how to read a room. I think you'll be fine, Sony. I think I think everything will be right all right. Uh but That has been another episode today. Like I said, this was going to be short and I intended to keep it that way. So just make sure you follow any of the links in the description. You can find me on Twitch. I normally get on in the afternoons during the weekday. Uh, follow me on YouTube where I post the, the video versions of these here. Um, of course, you know, to find me on Spotify. I just got on Apple, so you can find me there as well. um, and I'm gonna keep posting these. I'm gonna keep doing what I gotta do. Um, hopefully, we'll have better news to talk about. Even, even, even better news to talk about uh, the next time that I get on. I've been thinking about doing these weekly. Uh, the only reason why I do these bi-weekly is just because of the simple fact that gaming news seems a little bit slow. And like I said, there's a lot of things that I just don't care about to talk about. Like in one of those happens to be the politics of gaming uh and in which i know part of this conversation was that uh it's but it's more so just me diving in and just just saying that man i think you're a little you're going a little bit overboard with it uh i can understand your worries but just you you've been hanging on this long so with that being said i'm gonna sign out y'all have a good day y'all have a good week y'all make sure that you don't get overworked or if you do make sure you're getting paid to get overworked y'all have a good one i'll see you next time peace